And joining us on the program now, Luke Nolan. G'day, Luke. How are you? Well, James, how are you, mate? Yeah, really good. Exciting time coming up, of course, Flemington Carnival. And one of the horses that's really captured the imagination is Aloisa heading towards the Oaks. You're the rider there. You must be pretty excited to get to the Oaks with this uh, really promising young young filly. Yeah, definitely, James. She's, um, she's, this was a race she was peaking for all prep. So um, to, to win um, two races prior uh, and one of them quite comprehensively, um, yeah, it's exciting going forward. Um, she's obviously got to stay the trip, but uh, we're slightly confident she will. But um, yeah, no, she's uh, she's not silly to sort of be associated with, um, and I think she's only it's all it's all upside for her too, you know. And I think she'll be any better um, in her autumn three-year-old year as well. So she's very exciting filly. She really well and truly announced herself with with that win in the the thousand guineas. It was. You know, she wasn't considered one of the leading hopes in this race. She won comprehensively. Were you surprised at all in the in in the Guineas, considering as you mentioned, this is the one you're heading towards, or did you always feel you know she's she's above average this this filly? Um, she she always felt as me to me she's above average, but I thought she might have to get out to two, ten furlongs to be competitive or to be the stamp of authority on a race. Um, but she had a, she had a, she did have a nice run in a thousand Guineas and. Um, when the run presented, she takes a little while to explode, and then the further the race went, the stronger she was. And she was, at that stage, um, she hadn't been screwed right down. Mm. And a fortnight later, we went to the, uh, to the Vars, and she was against the boys, and she was, she went to that next level. And I just think that might have just popped her off. She went, it was more or less um, 10 home two in the Vars, and she's, didn't take any adverse. Uh, she, there was no issue with her coming to the run. She came for hundred percent. So yeah, um, bring on the oats. She was really, really dominant in that bars. And, and did she feel full of running of you? You never know until they get out to that trip. You know, you got a bit further to go, of course, from the two thousand and forty up to the twenty five hundred. But look, do you have any doubt in your mind whatsoever that twenty five is going to pose any drama? Um, I don't. But I've. I've We've all been fooled before, um, but she's she's uh, she's very she's got a um, she's very strong right through the line the other day, uh, and a boys just with confidence she will have no issue with the, um, the twenty five hundred. But the the, uh, the tracks are very different, um, Mooney Valley and also Caulfield uh, in Thunderstone. Um, there's no places to hide at Flemington and um, if you can't stay 2,500 metres you will get exposed but mm. um, I believe that uh, she's had the right preparation into it and I think it'll hold her in good stead so I, 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 I believe she will run it but um, until they're tested at it uh, we're all probably only guessing What's it mean to you to, to get on a city like her and now it's the obvious question you always get, like Caviar, you talk about those times, uh, you went through your injury up and downs and re-established yourself once again following a, a few setbacks like that. It sort of seemed that it takes a filly like this to all of a sudden put you right back up in lights, but has she come along at the right time for you at the, the right stage of your career? Uh, definitely. Um, and, yeah, she's, she's... I think she's 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 relatively untapped. Um and I'm just hopeful this is just the start of the journey. Like, um, she'll continue to get better and better and better. So, mm. 
Oh, we all need nice horses underneath it. So like it's um, and uh, the, I've had yeah a few injury setbacks since Black Caviar retired, and of course, um, my biggest supporter on Peter Moody walking away from the game. That didn't help also. So it has been um, a fine couple of seasons. So it's wonderful and much appreciated when you can um, find a, an animal like this to be associated with because they really do help you um, propel your your product and or, and your brand name, I suppose, but being yourself. So, um, yeah, just <laughs> you appreciate good horses and, and, and yeah. they, don't, they don't come along every day. So um, I just... Yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad uh, and uh, and thankful for the opportunity that, that Terry Henderson and his ATI syndicate have given me um, with, through this mare, Felix. She's got a, a long way to go in in terms of of taking that next step and everything along those lines. And regardless of whether she wins or not in the Oaks, in terms of taking that next step, is very much you use the word untapped. So you really feel she she hasn't. We haven't seen the best of her, or, or you think she's really just doing it on raw ability at the moment. There's a bit more there in the tank to, to take that next step when she works think, it all out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. She's, she's um, but she's doing everything right. Um, racing manners are, are very good, um, and um, she's yeah, she's not the she's not the finished product at this stage, but um, but what she's doing and um, is pleasing us at home. So. And indeed, race day. So, um, so we can't. Yeah, I just can't wait for her to sort of blossom because I think she'll she'll only get better. Um, she's not only big, but um, I've ridden small horses have been champions too. So um, she's got um, she's a horrible walking animal, but she's she's got a deep girth, uh, a nice stride, and um, a bit of mongrel about her, and they, all those things combined sort of hold her a nice stead going forward. Before you get to the Oaks, same combination in terms of trainer jockey in the Derby. Ocean 14 looks a look. It look looks very very open Derby. So much so, in fact, I saw something on Twitter that was talking about how what price would Aloisi been if they would have accepted for the Derby. That that's how dominant she's been of the three year old crop at the moment in the staying ranks. But this this bloke, Ocean's 14, you know, look, he's got to be a chance. You think? I really do. Um... I really do think so. Uh, he's he's an honest horse. He's, he's the only thing. Um, it's his first preparation, and he's done a wonderful job to get to where he's got to. Um, he's come through his run and the Geelong Classic unscathed, relatively, um, and he was stepping from uh, a soft run mile race at Donald uh, at his maiden win to 2200, and um, and it was a it was a good staying effort. Um, the horse mm-hmm. I felt presented to win the race at the top of the straight, and probably lack of race now probably let us down a li- little bit on that occasion. And you just didn't know how to win the race. Um, but he um, he would have taken nice improvement from that. He's uh, he's a real chance. I just think he's 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 always struck me as a horse that he'll make a really nice staying three-year-old come come uh, the autumn his autumn three-year-old season. So next year, I, I think you'll see a, a more finished product. But he's a he's got um, he's got quality about him. I just I hope this this race doesn't come too soon for him. But uh, I think he'd be a, he'd be a nice horse um, in in the seasons to come also. 
Same combination, jockey trainer again in the skip sprint, the 1100. Rit what can you tell us about Rit chances? Yeah, she ran on the same day as uh, in the mare's race at, um, at uh, Geelong, and she was very unlucky. Uh, she's a horse that likes to find her feet, and um, they went along at a good speed, um, presented to win the race, and I just had nowhere to go. Um, it was beaten under a length, and I didn't have the clearest of passages, so... Um, I think she'll be competitive. Uh, her stats are all right underneath 1,200 metres. She'd ideally like kicking the ground, um, a jar out of the ground. So if we could get those circumstances early in the day um, and, and they're able to make ground, she'll be, she'll be competitive. Um, and She's going well. She just needs a couple of things sort of fall into place for her to win at this, at this level. Melbourne Cup Tuesday, how are you placed there in terms of getting yourself on one? Um, there's, there's going to be a bit of jostling, I think, come Saturday night when the final acceptance, acceptance come out for it. So I'll just hope for I might be in the right place at the right time and find one. Um, if not, um, there's mo- a few of them are staying up for better chances, but there's a few hovering around, and then there's some jockeys that may be jumping off or whatever it is. So... Um, I might probably get a ride, but um, I'm not holding my breath at this stage. Okay, but you've thrown your hat in the ring for for a few, though, no doubt. Thrown them in for all of them, James. But um, it's it's an international race now, and we've got the best riders come from around the world. And albeit um, the British Cup is right on um, right on the eve of the Melbourne Cup, um, a lot of these Northern Hemisphere riders come out as well. So, and the boys from Hong Kong, so. The world's not as big as it probably was 15 years ago, so we've got to fight them all off because uh, the horses come out and they bring their jockeys now too. So it's, uh, it's a, once a hard, easier race to get a ride in, uh, it's not the case anymore. Mm. And finally, just want to talk to you about Winks. Now, you are a part of the, the Black Caviar story, as, as we've spoken to you on this program about a number of times. You know what it's like. You, uh, you know what Hugh Bowman's dealing with and you'd, you'd understand what Chris Waller's dealing with. How is it for you to be on the outside looking in and, and, and watching them go through in a, a you know riding a crest of a wave of a horse that is the people's horse is the one that, that everyone comes to watch the one that you never can back because of the price but everyone wants to see win and now to be on the other side of the fence and even riding against her uh, what do you think or do, do you see it from a different perspective or you know I'm guessing you would understand better than most what what it's like for Hugh Bowman not only the thrill but just the the, the pressure and the, the demands of, of being the jockey of such a wonderful animal yeah I don't I don't envy his job um, <laughs> it'd be wonderful to be on her but yeah, I don't envy the pressure that goes along with riding a mare like um, Winks um, and it's yeah no matter what happens, if she has an off day, they'll, um, they they crucify the jockey first and foremost. A bit like um, a football coach in, in charge of a football team, you can't you can't sack him, or uh, you can't criti- you criticize criticism usually falls at the coach, and it's a bit like a jockey. Um, criticism the criticism usually falls at them first and foremost. So there's a lot of although she's, there's a lot of expectation she's there to win. Um, lots of things can go wrong in a race and a lot of them are out of your control especially uh, with a racing style of wink so Hugh Bowman's gone to a level as a rider I believe um, through this um, through this journey of wink so um, 
and he's I'm a big fan of Huey's and he's he's really handled it all very nicely. So um he I might dip my lead to him. And Chris the same. Um it's an event every time these sorts of horses run, so the build up tour doesn't start on the day of the race, it starts the week out at mm. least. And um and by the time she wins, it's you're emotionally drained and there's not much left. And there was a bit like the same with me and Peter uh, for our Black Caviar run. Um, the first emotion you always felt was relief. It wasn't ex- excitement or, or exuberation. So, um, But they're wonderful horses and they should be both celebrated because they get um, people through the gate for the right reason and that's to celebrate the sport, you know. If we could convert them all to uh, owners and punters, um, uh, our mm. industry would be very, very healthy as a result. Mm. Yeah, no no doubt about that. And I thought, watching the Cox played on the weekend, I thought the irony of, now you're of course on Hardham, and Hardham, uh, one of the men in the ownership of that, Graham Shy from up our way, he was down there for uh, yep. for the race, but uh, you were on you were on Hardham and you were flat out and outside you here was Winks with Huey under an absolute throttle hole and I thought of the amount of times that uh, that other jockeys would look to cross at you on that caviar and you were in that position so to be on the other side uh, to look across and when you saw how she was going outside you compared to how you and the rest of the field you weren't alone were, were going that yeah to me anyway I thought it was the, the irony of, of seeing that was uh, was interesting to watch and then that's another thing you'd, uh, you'd know the great feeling of being on a mare besides or being on a mare that's just going at uh, such an incredible speed that looks to be doing it so easily yeah it's and that's the thing like um when you're powerless around them like they just see she's tasting and that was the She's just better than him. It's quite simple, and um, she's. And it doesn't matter what you do on yours. It's uh, you, you can't make him go faster to stay with him. So yeah, it 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 uh, it was a big revo- reversal. Um, I used to enjoy doing it on back caviar, and you took not. <laughs> you didn't take a lot of notice of the horses going backwards behind you, and I suppose he's the same. But because um, you go past so many of them over the journey, but. Uh, yeah, it was a bit like that, um, and I've only probably rode against her I think twice from memory. Uh, wing, and that was the start of her um, her unbeaten sequence uh, in the uh, Gold Coast Guineas. Now for the Sunshine Coast Guineas, up here, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry, Sunshine Coast Guineas, should I say? Um, and I was on one of Pete Moody's at that time called Allman, and I had a very nice run through, and and then these things. Flash from nowhere and beat me, beat me comprehensively, and I thought, Jesus, what was that? <laughs> and then, I, and then when I watched the replay, and I saw where where she came from, and that was it was quite incredible that win, and it was probably that was the start of it. And um, then obviously I rode in the last in the last win as well, so she uh, she didn't get she hadn't gotten any slower anyway. So Luke, as always, really really appreciate you giving us your time on the program. Uh, a pleasure to talk to you as always, and yeah, we wish you all the best. Right throughout Cheers. the carnival. Cheers, James. No, no, you always need luck on your sides in these carnivals. It's it's great to be part of it, and it's very hard to get rides. So, um, yeah, um, each each winner you do take um, you don't take for granted. So, it's been uh, it's been okay. So, I hope we have a bit of luck at Flemington and continue to uh, continue to grow um, without the moody juggernaut behind me um, and finding new and um, uh, new and better horses to be involved with as well. 
Luke, all the best, and thanks very much again. Cheers, James.